The message you are listening to was recorded by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for the 2016 Twin Cities Project. More information about Campus Outreach Minneapolis can be found at cominneapolis.org. Three questions today. What does it matter that God has revealed himself in the Twin Cities today? How do we go about revealing God to our lost neighbors and coworkers? And thirdly, what practical ways would you recommend going about establishing relationships in revealing the hope of Christ to lost neighbors and workers? So the main ideas, you know, we want, I want you guys to come away with is that um, I don't want you guys just to come away with uh, new, new ways of, of trying to engage people this summer, but I want you to think about where has the hope of Christ transformed me and how can I extend that hope of Christ to, to wherever God has, has placed me? So um, the main reason we have the TCP uh, is that we want to continue our vision of um, seeking to glorify God by building laborers on the campus for the lost world. That's, that's the Campus RH mission statement. So let's break it down. Glorifying God. How many of you guys read the Psalm, Psalm 98 this morning? What was the first verse? Who can, who can remember what it said? Paraphrase. Psalm 98.1. Do you guys remember? Sing a new song. Yeah. For he has done marvelous things. That's right. So when we think about glorifying God, that was our verse this morning. Sing to the Lord a new song. We want to give God the honor for the most amazing news in the world, that his love was so deep and wide that he would show his grace to a people that wanted nothing to do with him, that God pursued us in our sin to give us grace and redemption. That's, that's what glorifying God is all about, giving him the glory due his name. You know, Campus Outreach is all about building laborers. So how does Campus Outreach build laborers? You guys have been a part of the ministry for a long time now. What's, what's the DNA of Campus Outreach? What do we do? How do we build laborers? Discipleship. Yeah, discipleship. What else? Just coming alongside people in their interests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, evangelism and discipleship. That's like the core of what we do. And that's what we want to continue um, talking about, you know, as we think about evangelizing. So I don't know how you first got exposed to the ministry, but literally I was walking outside and some staff guys held a Frisbee and they're just walking down the, the quad at, in the super block. I was like, oh, I'll play Frisbee. And kind of just got a line and followed behind them. And that was my evangelism. And it, and it ended up being, you know, establishing relationships and be being engaged and you know I wouldn't be here today if those guys weren't holding the frisbee and, and walking along they had some initiation so evangelizing we're establishing people in their faith teaching them the basics of the Christian faith then we're equipping them to become laborers and then exporting them into the lost world so um, glorifying God building laborers on the campus so most of what Campus RH does is on the campus why does Campus RH choose to target the college campus what do you guys think? It's strategic. Top 1% of the world, college education. You know, when are you ever going to get someone where they're going to be somewhere for three to five years and you have time with them? It's very strategic in nature. You know, the nature of, of Twin, City, Twin Cities project is we're still, in a sense, targeting the campus, but now we're, our sites are more on the lost neighborhood and the workplace. So. TCP is really geared towards making that change from you're, you're, you're really being equipped to, to labor in people's lives on the campus 
And what this summer is all about is how do you engage people in your neighborhood and in your lost um, workplace. And then for the lost world. So our aim is multiplying, deploying laborers to the lost places of the world. So that's, that's what we're all about. We want to see laborers sent out. So this is going to be interactive. How do we reveal God to our lost neighbors and workplace? So the first thing you can write down is get to know and love our city. Get to know and love our city. So what makes a city a city in general? So what are some dis- descriptions of how you would characterize a city? Interactive. What do you guys think? Lots of people. Yeah. A diverse collection of people. What else? Lots of industries. Industries? Yeah. Okay. What else? Why did you come up here from the south? What, what, what drew you here, Josh? Uh, well, an engineering program, but. Yeah. So there's it's something. It's super diverse. I mean, that's why I joined this program. Yeah. Cities. Yeah. There's Sweet. A lot of yep. Opportunities. Yeah, opportunities. Yep. Better services in the city. You know, you can collect and a lot more happens. Um, Different types of jobs and roles. Cities are self-sufficient. There's some measure of protection being in the city. So now specifically about the Twin Cities, Minneapolis. What are some unique unique things about the, the Minneapolis Twin Cities area? Jared kind of mentioned a couple of them. It's growing. Growing, yeah. What else? The arts and like theater. And yeah. I think it's the second most per capita outside of New York City for the most amount of theater seats in a, in a collection of cities per capita. So we have the best arts next to New York City. That's pretty amazing. What else? Refugees? Minneapolis is a hot spot for, for refugees coming. Why do you guys think that is? Healthcare, we've got amazing services. People come here for that. What else? MOA, what's that? Mall of America? Largest mall in America? That's something unique about Twin Cities. What else? Land of 10,000 lakes. Not many cities have that. What else? Bicycle friendly. Yeah, the last two years, number one bike city in America, which is kind of crazy because three or four months out of the year, it, the weather is really cold, but yet we still have the best biking system in the U.S. What else? The Skyway system? That's pretty unique. Not a lot of cities have that. Mayo Clinic, the best hospital in America. Um, 3M, Best Buy, Target, Cargill. I think we have 25 Fortune 500 companies right in the cities. So now when you guys think about who you are, and the ways that you're gonna be connected to the city. Where are the areas or the places that you, in particular, are gonna be connected? So where are, your, where are your spheres of influence when you think about the city? So it might be your job, your neighborhood. Why don't you just kind of shout out where you think yours are? Where are you working this summer? Um, Medtronic, so my workplace. Yeah, where, which, which part of? Moundsview. Um, so, Minneapolis. Cool. So Moundsview. Where are you living this summer? Lionel Lakes. Lionel Lakes. Okay. Nice. 
Where are you living this summer? Okay. Um, when you guys think about your go-to place, if you have a day off, where do you guys go? What's your go-to place? Favorite part of the city? I'll share mine. On Saturdays, family day, we take a bike ride from our house in the Phillips neighborhood. Um, we bike up the Greenway two miles, and we get off on Lindale, and we go to um, a place called Isle Coffee and Bun. It's literally a little hole-in-the-wall place, maybe about like yay big. They have the best caramel rolls in, in the city. So you go there and you just ask for puppy tails. And then the secret is in the, in the side where they, they have all like the drink station, you can get like extra globs of frosting and you just lather them all up, it's really good. That's my happy place in the city. How about you guys? Favorite coffee shop? Where do you guys go? I know all the baristas at Starbucks. Which one? The one off of Fairview. Okay, the drive-thru? Uh, it is a drive-thru too, yep. Okay, mm-hmm. yep, I've been there. Nice. Sarah, where's your go-to place? I love Sencha Tea Bar in Uptown. Oh, bubble tea. yeah. Super good. That is good. Yeah. Cool. Frank, where's your go-to spot? The lake. Lake. Which one? Johanna. Okay, yeah. That's in the Roseville area? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Um, anybody like to be outside in the parks? Where's your favorite, favorite park? Minnehaha. Minnehaha? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Or Lake Calhoun, maybe. Lake Calhoun. Yep. Yep. Didn't they try to change the name? Yeah. Yeah. They have it labeled both, but it's like the, the traditional Indian name or something. Where, where's your favorite running trail? Oh, oh, yeah. Did you hit that up this morning? No, just oh. the bridge. Okay, the Stonehenge Bridge Loop. Your grocery store, I mean, these are all the places that you, you maybe frequent. And when you think about, you know, where has God given you influence, where has God placed you, these are all the different areas that, that you may already go to that you may not realize that you can have influence. Um, my family likes to shop at Aldi, and... Um, there's two Aldi's near my house, one on East Lake and one on Franklin. Um, I prefer the Franklin one over the East Lake, mainly because the parking lot's not as busy. But it's really easy to, as you're checking, getting checked out, like, hey, how's it going today? Oh, you're, you're Sally, or whatever the person's name is. And just start a relationship with, with the person. You know, it could be the easiest question is, how's your day been so far? And a little bit of engagement to, to invest in a relationship even your local barista, even your local Aldi checker outer person. You can, that goes a long way in establishing a relationship to thinking about, okay, I've been given this amazing news of God um, redeeming me, pursuing me even in my sin, showing his love to me. How can I not offer that to the people that I'm um, around and being influenced? And when you think about um, how, does, how do we reveal God to the lost neighborhood and workplace, you know, I think it just starts with a little bit of interaction. So I think it takes initiation and invitation. Initiation and invitation. So here's a little story. So we have um, a fairly big yard, and there's these uh, brother and sister, uh, Michaela and Silence. And they come over to our house um, weekly, a few times a week, just neighborhood kids kind of ro- rolling by. And, you know, when we're outside, we're playing soccer, we're having a water balloon flight. Um, we're just we're just hanging out. We're just inviting people, our neighbors, around, and we're always making extra food, having people join us. Um, 
Michaela is 10, so she comes in and helps Katie cook at different times. She helps with like doing dishes. And wherever you are, wherever God's placed you, it's really easy to invite and initiate towards people, to invite them into your life. So these are just little examples of how, when you think about how can you, how can you go about revealing um, the love of God um, to our city, these, these are ways to do that. So it takes initiation. Our vision of you know, lab- laboring on the campus is going, getting to know students in our classes. I think our vision for laboring off the campus and in the lost neighborhood and workplace it doesn't really change. When you're, when you're in class, you know, and you're getting to know people in your class, how, how do you guys go about, like, establishing relationship with those people? What, how are you doing that? What does that look like for you guys? Sit by them. Sit by them? Yeah. Get to know them. Like, have you guys ever, like, over the course of a semester, like, gone out and got a coffee with people that you sit next to? Okay. How, what else? What are their inter- types of interactions? What, what things do you invite people in your class to? What does that look like on the campus? Ultimate Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee? Yeah. Hey, we're playing Ultimate Frisbee later. Do you want to come? That's initiation. That's invitation, right? Um, How about you guys ever do things on the weekend? Do you have like game nights or pancake socials or things like that? So you have an event, right? And you're inviting people to, to an event. So we're pursuing people. So our vision for laboring off the campus is going to look a little bit differently than initiating towards them in those ways. But really, it's, it's all the same. You're initiating and you're inviting people in. Um, so how do you initiate towards people off the campus? I think the best way to do this is develop shared experiences. So develop shared experiences. And I think new shared experiences increase relational warmth with people. So here's just a handful of ideas that you could try. So a coworker um, that you've, you know, just started a new job this summer, and after a couple of weeks, you know, you've gotten to know a few of your coworkers, ask them to go out to lunch and just say, hey, I'd love to buy your lunch today. That's a great way to get to know someone, to invest in their life. And then just like you would on the campus, if you're getting to know someone over coffee, you know, you start with uh, the external. How's your day going today? Or what did you think about class? So you start with the external, then you go to the internal. Tell me about your family. Where would you grow up? What was that like? Um, are you close with your mom and dad? Are you close with your siblings? I know they're back in Chicago and you're in Minneapolis. What's that like? So you're going from the external to the internal, and then you can kind of turn the corner and go to the eternal. Hey, did you grow up going to church? Oh, what was that like for you? What was the experience like? Do you go to church still today? Um, and it's, it's a really easy conversation to go from external things to internal things to eternal things. Um, you could ask to grab a coffee, like Sarah's done, um, before work, during an afternoon break. Um, you can figure out when people's birthdays are and to, to surprise them with like a Starbucks Frappuccino on their birthday. That goes a long way. You can invite your people to, a, um, to, a, to your home for a meal. Um, you could have a party. You could have a movie night. I think a lot of office leagues um, have, you know, like volleyball or basketball. Um, bocce ball is kind of becoming a big thing. You can go to Brit's Pub and do lawn bowling. There's so many opportunities for you to, um, to get to know your, to your coworkers. One encouragement would be don't let your life stage stand as a barrier. You might be a single young professional, and the people you're working with might be married with kids. Or there could be a 20-year, 30-year age gap. I think 
even people who are that much older than you, they really enjoy being pursued. I, I can't think of anyone who doesn't enjoy being pursued for some type of relational connection. Even if it's, hey, could I, could I bring over pizza you know, on Friday night or whatever it may be. Like, people love to be initiated to and people love um, when you um, pursue them for time. So think about what you like to do and do that. So if you're a baker, like bake some treats and bring them into the office. If you like like um, going to like restaurants and doing like those quiz bowl activities, like you could invite people to go out and do that. Um, when you notice a coworker doing something, write them a thank you note or just say, hey, I've noticed you're, you, uh, you held it together during this, this tough situation in the job or man, when you presented at the last meeting, I thought you did a great job. Just wanna let you know that I enjoy working with you. Little things like that go a long way in building relationships with people. So um, just in your little rows, I want you guys to turn to each other and just think about which of these things could you do, and then talk about like the sphere of influence that God's placed you in this, this summer. So talk about your job, where you live, the activities you're involved with, your favorite coffee shop, your favorite running trail, and then talk about um, some, maybe some of these activities that I described that you could potentially do. So you guys got five minutes, and then we'll bring it back together. So why don't you guys share a couple of things you, sh you shared in your small groups. Where has God placed you, and, and what are some of the ideas you might, you might try this, this summer to, to get to know some of your coworkers and neighbors? Sarah's on the edge of her seat, I can tell. Um, I was saying the teachers that I'm teaching summer school with, we only teach until 12.30, so it'd be really oh. easy to just like grab lunch right after that. Sweet. Um, yeah. Good idea. Mm -hmm. Nice. We have like a team of interns at the place that I'll be interning at. Team interns? A, a team of oh, a team of interns, yeah. How, what would be an activity that you guys might do, or how would you initiate towards them? Uh, I don't know. It starts in a couple weeks, so okay. get back to you. Okay. <laughs> TV determined. How about you, Kirsten? Um, I think I just moved to a new house, so something that I really want to start doing is when I'm outside in the front yard and hanging out with the dog and everything is just going up to neighbors and introducing myself to them. Yeah. Hey, I'm new here. What's your name? And that's a really great way, I think, to just build a relationship. Sweet. Having that, I'm new here. Yeah. Um, man, a, a dog is such an easy way for people to, like, come to you, too. Dogs and babies. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emma was saying she has a cool opportunity to be at home a lot when she doesn't have a job yet, and she's not sure exactly where her siblings are spiritually, so oh. she'll be able to invest in them a lot. Sweet. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm going on a cool um, two-week trip to St. Louis for like an international thing for my company okay. with um, a bunch of new graduates. Yeah, and so there's a huge emphasis on networking and getting mm. to know international coworkers. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that'll be a really good. We're living together for two weeks. And oh yeah, a bunch of different. Countries. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. St. Louis is a cool town too. Yeah, excited. Sweet. Um, so I would say like on the, the scale of how you can think about your summer, anywhere in the scale is fine. You could just be a, a participant in TCP, come on Thursdays, um, hang out with your, with your small group a couple times over the summer, and that in a lot of ways maybe grow in your understanding and awareness of how to pursue people and, and reach out to, to someone in, in one way. It could be 
asking someone a coffee, it could be asking someone to lunch, but the, the idea would be how could you invest in a relationship um, in the hopes of, of sharing Christ? Because the TCP is all about how do we taste and see what it means to be a laborer off the campus and in the lost neighborhood and the workplace. So that would be, I would say, a win. One, one person, so who's the one person that you could interact or initiate towards? And that's maybe on one side of the scale. On the other side of the scale, you could think about TCP as being a, a jumping off place. So you're gonna be in small group, like, man, you could pursue one-on-ones with, with all of the people in your small group. You could try to fight to read the Bible with those people a couple times over the summer. Um, you could do every other week dinners or, or hangouts, or maybe the guys could hang out with other guys, or the guys could hang out with some of the girls, and you know, the activities we have on Thursday nights, that could just be a, a, a starting place, you know. Maybe you want to have a, a big party and invite everyone from your, from your office over to your, to your house to, just to hang out. So I think that would be kind of like moving up. A third way that we're going to be kind of transitioning into is we have this idea of these Twin Cities Project networks. So when you guys fill out your application, there's three options. There is an international ministry track, there was a mercy ministry track, and a business track. And we've brought three guests, we're going to welcome some of them up in a second here, to come and share about those three tracks. And they're going to be presenting um, an opportunity for you to be further involved this summer. And these are completely optional, there's no requirement to do any of these. But a lot of you guys um, have, have over the years, when we've done evaluations for the Twin Cities Project, have talked about, hey, if I wanted to get further involved, where's a place, if I'm interested in this, could I get involved? And the three areas that kind of rose to the surface were um, just interest in inter international ministry. So Frank's going to come share about that. Interest in mercy ministry, um, just meeting the needs of, of people in the city. Um, Brandon's going to come, Brandon's gonna come talk, talk about that. And we have Alan coming to talk about an opportunity to get involved in um, furthering your, your business initiatives. So I'll pray for us, and then we'll take a quick like three three minute break. Um, you can grab some coffee, some water, go use the bathroom, and then we'll uh, we'll start back up um, at we'll say ten ten fifty. So that's like five minutes. So you guys can have a, a quick break. So I'll pray for us. Um, God, thank you that um, you have been so gracious to reveal um, your your love towards us. That even though we've um, we've been like the older brother and squandered such deep riches of, of, of your love and um, of, of just being in your presence and we've, we've turned, turned from you and pursued our own um, desires and, and yet even, even as we've done that in our sin you've, you've loved us and you've pursued us and you've come towards us and you've, you've rescued us. And I pray as we, we think about this theme of, of reveal um, this summer that as we read through the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, we'd see the love story of the Bible, of, of a God coming back to a, to a lost people to, to save and redeem them and, and shower them with, with love and grace and mercy. So I pray out of that hope, as we think about the one person we want to um, initiate towards, the one person we want to um, pursue this, this summer, that, that hope of Christ, that hope of love, that hope of being freed from our sin once and for all, all of our sin, past, present, and future, wiped away clean, that that offer of grace would be so sweet and attractive that as we think about um, pursuing 
a coworker who's who's married with kids or someone that's in a different life stage or someone that we don't necessarily um, get along with, I pray that we would move towards them out of the hope and love of Christ and pursue them to, to Lord willing, reveal the love of Jesus to them and see them see them one as a as a as a laborer in the workplace that's what we want to see and we know that relationships take time and we need to find ways of creatively creating shared experiences to increase relational warmth so i pray that as a twin cities project we wouldn't just hold on to this good news but that this good news would be sent out into this lost city into all the different neighborhoods that we've talked about that um Kirsten being in her front yard with, with her dog would be a means of meeting neighbors and um, um, different people at, the, at their workplaces, um, work trips to St. Louis, whatever the, the, the opportunity may be, the Starbucks in, in the Roseville area or Lake Johanna, um, that these would all be means of us extending the hope and love of Jesus to this city. That's what we want to see. We've all experienced so much um, discipleship on the campus and maybe we have a year or two left of that, but most of us are going to be transitioning to a lost neighborhood and a lost workplace, and we want to continue laboring there. So give us vision for that this summer. I pray as Frank and Brendan and Alan come share um, that you would um, move in, in our hearts, that you'd either give us faith to, to jump on to one of these opportunities or, um, or peace in, in um, not pursuing those opportunities. So... Um, be with us this summer and help us grow together. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for these copies or alter the content in any way without written permission from Campus Outreach Minneapolis. For more information, we invite you to visit us online at cominneapolis.org.